We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back oh, to yeah. Bye Week. No other pod, I guess. Bye Week. <laughs> I'm Jimmy, along Sing as it. always with my man Dan Coozer. Dan, tell me what is going on. It's getting real, man. It's getting real sad with no SKC soccer. I didn't know what to do this weekend, so I uh, watched a whole lot of basketball because <laughs> that's what was going on. But uh, and then you made man another week sad again. <laughs> I did. We were uh, rock chalk and all that, I suppose. But uh, man, it's another game week, though. We get to we get to preview. We get to maybe talk a little USA soccer. Um, things are things are good. Things are back to norm. We're getting back to a, a full MLS week of action this week, so we'll talk all about that. There were a few games last week during the international break, so we'll talk about those as a little well. Bit. Um, Those are fake games. I don't like that when they're chosen to play on international break. It's not fair. It's just not fair. And that's usually SKC that gets crushed like that. It is. It is. But, you know, for once we were off. Um, Yep. We'll talk a little bit of U.S. men's national team. We are recording this on Monday, full disclosure, so we don't know yet what will happen against Chile and uh, Diego Rubio. But But we um, get to watch it, ideally, because we're not recording during it. That's right. Um, We might even And I'm just going to say, man. Yeah. Things are big time over here. Things are big time. I got a new microphone stand and a oh, pop man. filter. So oh, if man. I sound like Justin Timberlake in your ear holes right now, it's the pop filter. <laughs> that's why. It's all in the pop <laughs> filter. I need to get myself a pop Gorgeous. filter if that's the case. You should. I so. don't know. If it sounds great, it probably sounds the same and it's like you just wasted twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, must you know, if they're selling it, it's gotta be for a reason, right? That's how that works. Well, it protects um, it from spit. And I'm a spitter. I spit when I talk. Okay. Well, there you go. But hey, that's yeah. that's that's a good thing then. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get into everything <laughs> this week. We might even talk a little Swope Park, but um, we got a okay. we, we got some. We should uh, talk more Swope, Jim. We should talk more Swope in the future. I think we should try to make some time, even if it's just five minutes, for like a weekly Swope segment. Okay, we can do. I that. I know we've talked about it, but it's it's tough sometimes. We go off on the rails and we don't leave ourselves enough time. But yeah. we should try to hit that more. We got people asking for it. We can do that. We'll we'll have a, a weekly swope hit. We'll be sure to do that. Um, cool. But before we do anything, but hey, I know yeah. that every week 
we ask you guys to leave us that five-star rating and give us that review. People do it. And People many, it. many of you have done so. 106, to be exact. The coolest. Have done that. Um, Can if you, you think that many people listen to us? That's nuts. That's Man, nuts. We get quite a quite a bit of downloads every week. So, bro, I'd be down if it was just my wife listening to us, and I'd be like, "That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> At least we have a listener. That's great. I love your feedback." <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we knew exactly how fast we'd get this thing to grow, but it's growing pretty fast. So, thank you guys so much for it's listening. Like a family. Thank you. We're all a family. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving your rating and review. If you haven't yet yes. left a rating or a review. Please do so. Give us those five stars. Give us that review as well. Um, but we got a couple new ones this we week. We got a couple. And mm-hmm. uh, I want to go ahead and read one, and then I'll let you read the other. Um, All right, man. But we got one from Brian Local 3, and it was five stars. He said uh, it was called, If I Had Duh. Soccer Friends, This Is What It Would Look Like. So he says... Uh, <laughs> oh, where's friends, man? There you go. Where's friends? We go. We're pod friends. Um, yes, it took me an episode or two to fully get the feel of the pod, but now my week is not complete until I get my Jimmy and Dan fix. Dan, how often have you heard it's my week's not complete until I got my Dan fix? Man, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) He, uh, he goes on to say in today's so very PC world, you guys still post something like sitting around and talking about your team. Keep it up. And I look forward to the next one. Um, so okay how did he well you're a mac guy i'm a pc guy so i don't know that's true that's uh, true i only own oh, Apple it's politically correct so you know, well gotcha <laughs> i mean i guess you know we uh we, we are a little bit more off the cuff uh we Sometimes. we talk we talk just more as fans do even though you know we, yeah. we do understand the game so maybe that's what he means but hey thank you brian local three for your uh, review we yeah. appreciate it so we thank got another you. one too. check uh Check this one out, man. It's five stars. Freaking duh. And it says, love it from Hoffman FC. And it says, you guys are so fun to listen to. Can't wait for my two nine-year-old boys to be old enough to listen to this pod. Oh, boy. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm taking the... I do like the laugh, though, because I'm a guy who puts LOL after everything. So the fact that Hoffman FC put ha ha afterwards, I'm like, thank you for telling me to laugh. <laughs> I do that shit all the time, dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm taking them to their first game on the 30th against Montreal. And assuming we win, I'll have them listen to a little bit of the victory pod. Oh, shit. No pressure for us. No cursing either. (laughs) Keep up the (laughs) good. Oh, yeah. Don't test me. Uh, Keep up the good work, guys. And we will keep listening from Topeka. Dude, that's my stomping grounds right there, man. Topeka. I I probably know Hoffman. Probably ran into him all the time. Because everyone in Topeka knows each other. Shout out to <laughs> Topeka. So Shouts, man. Well, cool, man. Very cool. Good stuff. Well, yeah, thank you guys so much for your ratings and reviews. Like we said, if you haven't yet done it, five stars, por favor. That's Spanish for please. Uh, and uh, if you didn't know. <laughs> and uh, give us that review. <laughs> so um, thank you again. And uh, now we will. we should probably insert a laugh track since, you know, Hoffman told you when to laugh with ha ha. I think we should just start inserting a laugh track in the pod when we tell jokes. Um, <laughs> so people know to laugh. Um, Absolutely. Just the worst, the worst big bang theory laugh track that, that <laughs> ruins that show. It just ruins it. I'm yeah. like, this is a very funny show. If it wasn't for the laugh track, 
Yeah, yeah. You know, people love it or hate it. I, I do enjoy some good Big Bang Theory, but, uh, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But yeah, that's but okay. don't, don't tell me when to laugh. Don't I'll tell laugh when me. when I want to. Yeah. Um, However, it was cool when studio audiences were live. Like, friends, that was good times. Yeah, I did that once. Not to get too off the rails already, but I, did, I was in a studio audience once for a pilot. So For what? Never, Home Improvement? No, it never, it never actually went to TV. Never aired. But oh, well, that doesn't, kinda cool. not a fun story. So, yeah, I don't even remember what it was called. But anywho, okay. um, the U.S. men's national team played a game last Thursday. The third under Greg Bearhalter. And uh, it was against Ecuador. This one had almost a little bit of controversy surrounding it leading up to it. I don't know how much you read about this or not, but people were kind of confused because you've heard of uh, Tyler Adams, correct? I believe so. I've heard of him. Yes. Tyler Adams he used to play for the New York Red Bulls, a central midfielder. Yeah, he kind of plays, can be box to box, more often plays a little bit more defensively. Um, went over to the Bundesliga to play for Red Bull Leipzig, um, but is one of the best young players for the U.S. men's national team. He, uh, Greg Berhalter wanted to play him at right back instead of uh, central midfield and said that, but yeah, he's kind of going to be like a hybrid right back slash central midfielder. And some people are like, how's that going to work? Other people are like, why are we doing this? And then some people were really excited. So I don't know. Did you hear about that at all beforehand? Or were you just like blissfully ignorant of the whole thing? Nah, I was pretty ignorant about it. Uh, was that was the game Thursday or Friday? It was Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Night. yeah, yeah. So I was uh, really don't know what I was doing. The, the weeks have just gone by, Jimmy. I just started my job. It's so crazy. So when <laughs> I uh, I didn't even see the lineup, I just started watching the game and ate a bunch of jelly beans and didn't make it to the end. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, uh, you know, the USA did win one zero on the flukiest of fluke goals. Uh, Jossie. Zardis uh, took a shot and it sort of got deflected and no one knew what the Ecuadorian goalkeeper was doing and just kind of went over his head and into the goal. And that's how we won one zero. Um, but it did move the USA, the U S men's national team to three and O under Greg Berhalter. Um, and there was a lot of discussion as to whether this whole like hybrid right back Tyler Adams slash central midfielder, thing worked and so i'm going to try to describe it to to those of you who may not know and then maybe you can just give me your reaction dan if in theory what you think of this but basically what they Mm -hmm. did is he moved tyler adams back to a right back and then was like okay but on offense i want you to basically move up and push inside so you'll actually be like an extra midfielder and then the three remaining defenders will just scoot over and it'll be like a three-man back line with an extra midfielder um so it sounds great on offense. Interesting. Tyler Adams basically got up and he was pressing all the way up uh, in the in the attack. Sometimes he even got all the way to like the upper left corner of the field. And I'm like, you're a right back. What is happening? Um, and then the idea being that... <laughs> Who are you, Graham Zuzzi? <laughs> the idea being then he would try to track back on defense and then slot back near that right back spot and it'd go back to a four-man back line. Um, it was interesting in that he kind of could do it pretty well on offense but you know and ecuador never really attacked down the side they never really attacked at all which is why they scored zero goals they barely had any possession in the uh, attacking third but my fear is like if you have this right back who's like way the hell off playing in the midfield or almost as an attacking midfielder at times and then you're playing against a team in the world cup like belgium where you've got freaking eden hazard or kevin de bruyne flying down the left wing 
Tyler Adams isn't going to be able to run all the way back and catch up with them. And then you're caught on the counter and then it's game over. And then I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Just play a normal back line. Yeah, that's a rough choice. And Ecuador was, they weren't slow. I mean, from what I saw of the game, they were, they were pretty quick, man. Yeah. And they didn't even have their best player enter Valencia. So I don't know. I was kind of interested to see how this would look against Chile because they're a little bit better than Ecuador, but they sent Tyler Adams back to Red Bull Leipzig. So we're not going to get to see that experiment continue. Um, That's interesting. Why is Leipzig in contention for a trophy or something? Like what's, what's the point of that? I'm honestly not sure. Maybe they didn't want him to get I, a ruptured tendon like Weston McKinney did. <laughs> Cause oh, uh, he did. Yeah. He got hurt and he's going to miss the rest of uh, Schalke's uh, season. So, I mean, in a, in a relegation battle, I think. Leipzig is, is, you know, in third place and they're 11 points behind first and second place. Bayern and Dortmund are tied. So, but only three points separate them from fifth place, which would be the, I think they, they wouldn't make the Champions League. They would make Europa, right? Uh, I believe that's how it works in the Bundesliga. I'm not 100% sure the breakdown. I know, obviously, in the EPL, top four go to the it's, Champions League, and then fifth yeah. and sixth go to Europa. It's a little different in other leagues, but it's I think It's pretty so. much the same, yeah. Okay, so, well. Maybe that's why, man, so he could go up there and help him out uh, and not fall to fifth place this weekend. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. So, interesting, interesting uh, stuff going on there. I just... I was confused because Greg Berhalter wants to play DeAndre Yedlin at right wing, which he did a little bit in the 2014 World Cup under Jurgen Klinsmann, but DeAndre Yedlin starts in the EPL every week at right back. So why wouldn't you play your starting EPL right back at right back and play your starting Bundesliga central midfielder at central midfield? That would seem to make Tyler more sense. Adams has that Tyler Adams has those MLS roots, man. And and Greg Berhalter is MLS swaggy, so that's why. Okay, I guess I will take take your word for it. I mean, look, Berhalter is three and zero in three games. So, granted, we're I mean, not yeah. playing France, but hey, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Last time we did play France, we tied them bitches. That is true, but we also had young uh, Mr. Timothy Weah on the squad, and that's he is right. not on this squad. No, we he's we on the basically drew. Team. The World Cup champion. So, ipso facto, we should be taking them on in a PK shootout for the World Cup trophy. Okay, there you go. Basically, that's how math works. Uh, Numbers, dude. So, how do you feel Science. about a, a play, How do you feel about a player like Timothy Weah, who is one of our best young players, maybe one of our best players, period, yet, and they have him playing with the U twenty threes. Like do you, that's, that's interesting. I know, I know the Olympics are coming up, and you have to be under yes. twenty three to play in the Olympics. But in my view, it'd be better to have your best players playing with your senior squad to get the experience against the other best players. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? No, that's how that feels. But if he's not with the national team, then we can't do the new Timothy Weya chant that I just made up on the spot. Are you ready for this? What is it? Hit me. I said boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say Weya, Weya. <laughs> I was uh, I was Why is no one gonna, doing that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was hoping that you were gonna uh channel um a little desert rose and maybe do a little away 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 away. <laughs> oh my so, god. 
That's a good one know, too. But I, I think this, the audience, would be, the crowd, would be too pitchy for that one. That's probably true. Just like you know, that, there's that always was, that one person. You know, we. Uh, I don't know what's just happened. We've fully gone off the rails now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where the rails is, are. We don't have rails. I don't. We don't. We've never had rails. There's no bumpers no, in this bowling alley. Um, <laughs> bumpers. So some of us need them. We do. This pod probably needs them. But um, hey. You know, we, this has been your weekly karaoke. Who's karaoke? I joined in this week. Um, <laughs> Dude, tell me. That's going to catch on somewhere. So that's that's going to be the chant at the, well, will he be on the Gold Cup squad this summer at Children's Mercy Park? He damn well better be. Yeah, I know. So, mm. I don't know. I just, I feel like this is a problem that the U.S. Soccer <laughs> Federation has where it's almost like, the same problem MLS has with USL teams. That's that's getting a little bit better, but it's like you almost have to earn your way up to that senior squad. Even if you're good enough to be there, it's like, well, first, nope, you're still going to go through the U-17s, then you're still going to go through the U-19s, then you're going to go through the U-20s, and then the U-23s, and then you can get to the senior team. Because we still have freaking Gianluca Buzio playing out with the U-17s and Jalen Lindsay playing with the U-20s when, like, they're getting MLS minutes, significant MLS minutes, and starts at times, and put Buzio up with the U23s, put Lindsay up with the U23s, and put freaking Timmy Weah and Josh Sargent up with the senior team. Why are we holding them back? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I mean, maybe Olympics are a big deal. Maybe we're, I don't know, because who's, who's the U23 team? Is that Tab, Tab Ramos? I think it's Caleb Porter now, isn't it? Not Caleb oh, Porter. Caleb. Um, no, not Caleb Porter. Freaking who? Uh, Jason Christ. Oh, Jason Christ. That's right. Yeah. Oh I was, boy. So I was like, it's one of those bad, good. bad overrated. They're not going to be coaches. good at all. Yeah. So I don't need fired Timmy from Way NYC. Fired coached. from Orlando. Right. Timmy Way doesn't need to be coached by Jason Christ. So no, I don't like that. Don't ruin the PSG PSG prodigy. No. But um, if the American Outlaws start singing Sting at the next U.S. Men's National Team game, you'll know it's because of me. So, um, what, what is Sting? Is that that's that song you just sang? That was Sting. sting. Yeah, Sting in the Police. Yeah, I don't. Oh, the Police. I know who the Police is. When you say yeah. Sting, I'm thinking WWE. <laughs> oh no, no, a dude wearing black and white makeup, carrying a baseball bat and a trench coat, did not sing that oh, song. I'm glad you at least know who that is, because that's. That's good times. We should watch wrestling together. <laughs> I mean, hey, bust out my N64, play some WCW versus NWO. Bro, and, uh, that don't even. I will not let you get up. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, the U.S. men's national team did eventually win 1-0. Ecuador was not good. They didn't have their best player. Um, Chile will probably be a little bit more of a test. Um, Diego Rubio is on that side, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Hopefully the the U.S. wins, and hopefully we see something interesting. So these are the last couple games before the Gold Cup comes in the summer, man. So that's about it. That's true. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I I think take, dude, that's a double header ticket, by the way, and it's like fifty one dollars for two games. That's pretty cool. It's not bad. And uh, the U.S. Are you trying is to do press be, for that? Yeah, probably. I probably will. Oh, yeah. We never. U.S. Get to hang uh, men's national team, I think, is one of the teams playing in Kansas City. So no, that's right. Worth checking out. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did mention Weston McKinney. He got hurt. Schalke said it was a ruptured ankle ligament. Um, U.S. soccer actually said it was a high ankle sprain, a high degree ankle sprain. 
um, Bear Alter had to come out and issue a statement basically saying it's just a semantics difference. It's an ankle sprain. Um, I don't know. That's kind of interesting that the U.S. Soccer Federation is saying, yeah, it's an ankle sprain. And Shaka's like, no, he tore a ligament. That sounds a little bit more serious. So yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, what uh, what are they trying to hide? Or they they got better doctors over there? What 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 are they doing? What are they studying? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but hopefully, uh, there's nothing weird going on there. And because uh, you don't want Baralter losing the trust of other teams' coaches already. Um, so, but yeah, True. we'll see what happens with this team Tuesday night, and then we'll see what happens in the Gold Cup. The U.S. are going to be one of the favorites, I would think, maybe in the Gold Cup, along with like Mexico and. I don't know, Honduras and Panama are halfway decent. I mean, the rest of the teams in, in this tournament are never that great. So, No, and you got like knows. teams like Bermuda joining and stuff. It's uh, just a bunch of people that are just happy to be there. Yeah. Canada will be an interesting side because they'll have Kyle Laren coming back from wherever he is in Turkey and uh, Alfonso Davies coming over from Bayern. So Canada might have a, a nice little squad, but hey. That, that's true. We'll see. Um, moving on to other MLS action that happened last week before we jump full into sporting. Um, Do you see Marco Fabian got an additional game after he went uh, full cleat into Johnny Russell's chest? Yes, I read that. Uh, kind of unexpected. Yeah, I uh, I had started hearing rumors that Philly won their appeal, but nope. The Disco uh, Disciplinary Committee decided that he deserved an extra game for violent conduct, which I think is very fair. I think that is just about right, and he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. So it's just, there are a lot of people who didn't even think it would be a red card, though. So, yeah, they're very all shocking stupid. that that's happened. <laughs> they are stupid. So, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Um, it's just a bummer that these additional suspensions never actually benefit the team that got hurt the most by the penalty or by the foul. Like, how about you suspend them next time they play sporting? That would be better. Yeah, there um, you go. Around the rest of the league, uh, FC Dallas beat Colorado 2-1. to one. The Union beat Columbus Crew 3-0. Orlando beat the Red Bulls 1-0 in a weird game. Um, LAFC still looking good. They beat RSL 2-1. to one. And then FC Cincinnati continues their role 2-0 over the New England Revolution, although they might be a little distracted with their owner doing other sort of illegal, nefarious things. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Any, any? Did you catch any of these games? Or are there any results there that stick out to you more than others? Bro, I didn't catch a damn thing. Like, I was very MLS non- I, I was gone. I was gone this weekend. Um so, but the results I saw, and what you're saying is, LAFC just continues to find wins, my man. They just continue to yep. get it done. Um, yep. I did see that Walker Zimmerman goal at the end, because that's what everyone's talking about. And and I did see people talking about how Orlando was able to pull it off against the Red Bulls, and it's like, calm down. All right, you won a game. Good job. Like, why are you, why are you bashing <laughs> the Red Bulls? Because they went and did it on the road is what it was, so... Yeah. Dom Dwyer on the bench. That was a storyline for me. He's home. He's home. He went home. So Yeah, I guess so. um, My favorite stat of the week is Alan Koch, who is FC Cincinnati's coach, is only 
one MLS win behind James O'Connor, who is Orlando City's coach and has been for nearly a full season. So, <laughs> um, FC Cincinnati right. has played a total of four games. They've won two, and James O'Connor, however many, like 30-some-odd games he's been in charge of Orlando City, they've only won three under his lead. So, Cincinnati, let's just, looking let's just calm down. All right, let's just settle down. Uh, <laughs> no, no need to get all hyped about that. You don't think FC Cincinnati's the real deal? No, because while some teams struggle in the beginning, they get way better and win MLS Cup later. So let's just you know enjoy their 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 progress right now, and then watch them not even make the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. I just That's think a bold it's a statement. Really, I'm not standing no, by I'm, that, but that is that would be bold. Oh, I would stand by it. I think. I mean, I don't really? think they're built for the long haul. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, right now you have Atlanta, New York City, both on the outside looking in. They're both. You got to figure. Gonna figure it out. And then you uh, would think so. Whether it's a yeah. summer signing or something. Heck, even the union could figure it out if they look anything like they did against Columbus. So. I don't know. I, I still would bet money that uh, FC Cincinnati is on the outside looking in when it's all said and done. But hey, who knows? It's MLS. Weird things happen. Yeah, um, weird things happen often. Let's move on to some Sporting KC related news and some Sporting KC player updates. Um, yes. There were, a, there were a couple of uh, SKC players who were gone for international duty. So I figured maybe we just hit those real quick um yeah I kept johnny an eye russell on these guys johnny russell scored he it's first goal for uh, for scotland um he did and congrats to him i'm sure that's a little bonus a little money in his pocket yeah he played all 90 minutes um scored in the 74th minute uh granted this was against san marino which is the lowest ranked international yes. team in the world from california but- <laughs> don't think that's it um no no probably that's probably a city over there but uh <laughs> um but yeah i mean hey good for johnny he 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 got in and he scored and uh botan baroth also played 90 minutes for hungary against world cup runner-ups croatia where they won two to one um Namath was cool. an un- unused substitute but baroth helping uh his home country beat croatia and we're not worried about the minutes they put on their legs either because we don't play till Saturday. So, I mean, fly home, get some rest. You're not going to train with the team right away because you got to recover, you know. Um, you know, but you're not worried about Botan anyway. I mean, defenders play 90 minutes all the time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, he's been in good form. So keep him in good form. Keep his feet underneath him. Um, I don't hate it. He probably would have played with Swope this week if he wasn't playing with uh, Hungary. So um true new signing uh, abdul Ru- ruadabaye played 90 minutes uh, with rwanda i was just so. gonna say that and bro the club the club didn't post anything about guadabaye's game i was looking and they didn't tweet anything about it um and a guy who follows us um i responded and was like you know thank you for putting this out there he he mentioned where to find the game Okay. Well, cool. Got, yeah. I, I mean, that, why is the club not on top of that shit? Well, you know, they uh, sometimes they're not the most on top of things with social media as of late, mm-hmm. which is kind of a bummer. Uh, but 
Um, it's cool that we have a, a online community that cares enough about the team and the players that they'll find out where the info is that we want and need and just put it out there regardless if the club does it or not. So that's pretty Hell cool. Yeah. Cause it was televised. I mean, you could have went and watched him and to be honest, you might not see him much in sporting gear this year. So it probably would have been cool to, I did, I don't have the channel that it was on, but it would have been cool to watch him. Yeah. I, uh, sports or something. I didn't have BN. I don't have BN either, but, um, yeah. I mean, it, they lost 3-0 to the Ivory Coast, so it pro- obviously wasn't like the greatest well, performance from Wanda. Rwanda's but... not good, no. <laughs> no. But hey, it's minutes. Um, so yeah. good for him, getting, a, getting another cap for his country. So, oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, before we get into Sporting KC uh, and, and what's going on there, um, we had some SKC players who played for Swope Park this week. Um, quite that a few cool, started man. Buzio, Zalalem, has got the first look at Zalalem, um, Kellen Rowe, Rodney Wallace, Graham Smith, Adrian Sandejas. Uh, and you were there, right? At the game? No, I didn't go. I was just trolling you. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I thought you were there making me feel bad. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I, I was at home, uh, meal prepping and my wife was out of town. So I was at home with the dog. And uh, I went and saw that movie Us, Jimmy. So I was home alone, and I was very scared. I saw that too. I saw that too. Did that freak you out? Watch out for the tethered. That's all I'm gonna say. I get creeped, bro. I get I get pretty damn creeped out pretty easily. And and when you're in a house, it like makes noises sometimes with the wind. And I'm like, who's here? (laughs) Show yourself. (laughs) There's a. There might be some weird alternate version of dan out there trying to find you oh well don't go back to topeka version. maybe he's there man so. <laughs> i'm just it's a scary movie but anyways no i was at home and i i uh watched ku later that night but um i am gonna try to go to a lot of those games if i if i can make it um if i don't have anything else going on i'm going because we gotta get out there and support these guys man there were skc players playing that you might not see play on the regular team but you had Gideon Zalalem, you had Kellen Rowe, Rodney Wallace, and and they had like 300 people at the game. Uh, they said like 400, but I'm sure that's not true. It was just empty. Yeah. And it was sad. Well, and there was also calls for rain potentially that afternoon, which probably didn't help things. Storms. But, yeah, there was calls um, for storms, and it like didn't rain at all. So that pissed me yeah. off because I was like, yeah. if it was SKC, I'd go stand in the rain. But for Swope, yeah. I don't know why we don't have that love like we have for sporting. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, hey, you know, like we said, it was Gideon Zalalem's first appearance for a sporting KC slash Swope Park. Um, and he started out at defensive midfielder, moved up to uh, a little bit more of an attacking role. He had some good passes, dude. Like, you can see why this guy had the hype and, the, and, and has the potential that he has because – there's some moments where you're like, this guy, he sees the field on another level than other people do. Some of these no-look passes that he's he's doing and some through balls that, like, not even, like, Buzio or anyone really saw coming. So, like, they got to build that chemistry a little bit. But if he stays healthy, this is this is going to be a nice little pickup for Sporting KC in the midfield, I think. So Seems like it. Um, you know, I caught highlights here and there from the game, but it uh... – Dude, I want to lead by example. I want to get out there, man. We had someone say, uh, how about a no other pod section at Swope Park Rangers games? And I'm all for that, man. If if we can make that happen and get out to some games, 
Um, if you're a season ticket holder, you're, hit up your rep. They'll give you free tickets, man. If you go run in the 5K that they're doing this summer, they'll give you free tickets to the Swope Park Rangers game later that day. Like they're trying to get people out there. And uh, I, I think you and I need to try to lead by example and, and get out there if we can't, you know? Yeah, I definitely want to make it out there for some games. It's uh, going to have to look at the schedule and figure out when I can get out there. But I'll, I'll be out there for at least a few games for sure. And, and yeah, we should let people know when we're going so they can uh, come sit with us, have a little no other pod section going. So that'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Kellen Rowe had a decent game. He he uh, he had a lot of dangerous balls that he sent into the box from sort of his uh, attacking midfield role. Um, he He did score late in the game. Um, in the 88th minute and uh, put the ball in the back of the net, um, gave Swope Park the lead, which they didn't hold on to. It ended in a 2-2 draw, but hey, Not very you long. know what? They had it's it, okay. dude. They had it. And you know what? Paolo Nagamura, he's the coach, and he uh, uh, he was in, an, in a post-game interview, and he was like, he, he flat out said what I hate, because, I mean, how can you expect people to come watch the team be competitive when he says things like this? But he said something like, you know, this isn't what this this team is here for. This team is here for people to come in, uh, come down from SKC to get minutes with the Open Cup on the horizon. Um, you know, and how Ke- and even Kellen Rowe was like, Peter Vermees didn't, you know, he said this isn't a punishment. This is to get you some minutes so you're ready when it's time for U.S. Open Cup in June or July or whatever. So it's tough. But from that standpoint, it's tough to go out to swope games when you know it's they're just, that team's just there to like, I don't, I really don't know, man. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, like you said, it is hard. Um, I don't. This this team isn't put together to win the USL championship. That's like you said, that's not the point. And so, how invested can you be as a fan when you're like the results don't really matter? What matters more is that there were seven Sporting KC players who got minutes, and that's helping the first team. I guess you can go watch their development, and that's cool. And it's cool to have a guy like Zalalem who came from Arsenal and has played in some big European tournaments and is now with Swope Park getting minutes. So it might be the future of SKC's midfield. Um, so I don't know. That's cool from from that standpoint, but I totally get what you're saying, and it's tough, and it must be tough on Paulo as the coach. So, um, oh, I would think so. I mean, it's. I mean, if he truly has ambitions to be a coach, this is probably the first step, and he'll go elsewhere. I mean, just like Mark Dos Santos did. Um, yeah, you know, he he was Swole Park Rangers coach for a little bit, and realized like, oh, I don't this is just a test for me to, to be a coach. Like I really want to go have my own team and be competitive. And now the dude's in, in uh, Vancouver Whitecaps coaching that team. So Paolo Nagamura might not stick around long. He might go take on another us USL team. Yeah. You never know. Um, never know. Other sporting KC player updates. There's been a lot of injuries um, in, in certain positions. Um, Andre Fontes obviously oh, yes. got injured. Um, against LAFC and was subbed out. Um, Peter said that he's training. Um, it's just going to be building him up and yep. seeing how he responds each day. Um, it's not long out. It feels like it because we played a lot of games in a short period of time, but you don't want to bring him back too quickly and screw him because then then he could be out six weeks instead of three. So I don't know. sounds like he's going to be back soon. I would guess he's probably out one more game and then maybe he's back. But – I don't know. Yeah, man. maybe not for Champions League, but uh, definitely back after that. 
Well, and how do you start managing the minutes between him and Botond now? Because Botond's been playing very well. So I mean, that's how people lose their jobs, man. That's how they lose their jobs. People come in and do it better, and now you're no longer needed. So I don't know. That's a pretty yeah. expensive bench player, as we saw last year. So uh, it'll be, but you know, money doesn't buy wins. Just ask Zlatan. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. And yeah, I, I mean, look, Peter always says he wants depth and, and multiple starters available at each position. And so that's certainly looking like it's the case between uh, Beasler, Fontas, and Baroth. But the issue, I guess, is that center back's not exactly the position that you think of when you're like, man, we need heavy rotation. So that's going to be a little bit harder to figure out how do you get those guys all the minutes that they want and deserve when that's not a position where you're subbing people in and out, you know, game in, game out. So, yeah, very true. That's why Peter gets paid and I don't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You got a little more bad news, though. Yeah, Uh, We had a little shallowy update since last time, right? Shallowy and Hurtado. I don't think we had Hurtado yeah. uh, last time we recorded. Hurtado is out for two to three months. Um, you know, Vermees is trying to be a little bit optimistic, but um, Hurtado is Usually. officially out two to three months after having knee surgery. Um, Shallowy, we all saw he got injured um, in uh, in the Champions League game early against uh, Independiente. Um, he is now in a walking boot and uh Peter, you know, they said he turned his ankle pretty good and it could be anywhere up to as much as six weeks. Now he granted says I don't foresee it being a full six weeks, but it could be. Um so I don't know, man. Suddenly now that center forward position is looking very thin because we have Namath and that's it. Hurtado was the backup. He's hurt. And once he got hurt, people were like, oh, no, now what? Well, at least we can put Daniel Shallowy in at center forward. Now he's hurt. And people were like, oh, no, now what? And we don't have another center forward that has gotten any first team minutes. So where do we go from here? I don't know what you do, man. It's uh, a lot of people are going to get some different minutes. Um, I mean, Gerso. Gerso is going to play a lot more, but he's been playing. So it'll be it'll be interesting to, to see what unfolds. Yeah, yeah, and we did um, we did get a question from Drake Ewing who said, will SKC sign another striker soon with the injury of Hurtado? Um, I don't know probably enough about who Sporting KC could look at to bring in or would want to look at to bring in. I did look on Transfer Market and see, like, okay, well, who are some free agent out-of-contract center forwards that last played in MLS – um, trying to see like okay well who's even available out there and there I mean there are a couple names that you'll certainly recognize um, Luis Salignac who played for the fire for a while he's out of contract doesn't have anybody he's playing with Giles Barnes we all have heard of him he was with Orlando and Vancouver and Houston he's out of contract Yura Mavsisian from RSL he's he's out of contract and then there's a number of other players that they could bring in um, I don't like I said I don't know enough to know if they would have any interest in these players or not. But do you think that sporting needs to use the summer window, if nothing else, to try to look at bringing in another striker in case Hurtado can't really come back as they had hoped or this happens again? I think it's a good idea, man. Cause who else are you going to put up there? I mean, you've put Crosse up there, which was just ridiculous. 
And you put Shallowy up there, which no one really liked either. So it's just kind of scary, man. And you kind of want to wrap Christian Namath in bubble wrap and uh, say your prayers for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not one that, that isn't without a history of having some injuries. He's had some. So, um, I mean, yeah, you could bring in somebody from, from Swope Park. But, man, if if we end up having to go with someone from Swope Park, if God forbid something happens to Namath, and this team goes from being one of the most dangerous teams in MLS and a team that has a shot at making some noise in in uh, the semifinals and maybe finals of the Concacaf Champions League to now maybe we're not that great, and it's all because of one position. So who knows? It's a little scary, man. I think uh, you know I was listening to Extra Time Radio with the MLS guys, and I think they were like. Well, who do you have? Tyler Freeman? And it's like, well, yeah. But people have also said Busio can play that role, man. Like Generation Adidas Cup, Busio played that role like crazy. Yeah. And yeah. and when he was younger, he would score like nine goals a game. <laughs> yeah. Heck, I mean, we do you remember? I think it was a game at Children's Mercy Park um, when Graham Zussi had to play as a false nine up there. Like... <laughs> Yeah. We've, been, we've done some crazy stuff. Um, I think, Dude, I wouldn't mind seeing Busio up there. That would be so much pressure on that kid, and I think he would handle it just fine. But I kind of can see the referee like, he's not going to put up with any shit. If you're going down too easily, I mean, but he will go down. People will body him, and, and really, they're just bigger than him, so he will get pushed down. Yeah, and, and there's just some... It depends what kind of referee is doing it. Depends on the referee. It also sort of kind of depends on the team that we're playing. I mean, you know, we we got games coming up like, you know, April 7th at FC Cincinnati where you got giant-ass Kendall Waston back there. Kendall Waston, he, he don't give a fuck. He would he'll <laughs> murder poor Buzio on the field. Oh, he'll kill so, you. Yeah, he'll, he's killed people for less. <laughs> um, he's a Costa Rica freaka. Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's not one, and you know there's a little bit of history between Waston and Sporting KC. I mean, we all remember what happened last year with Vancouver when there was the double red cards, oh, and Waston was all in the middle of that. Johnny Russell was Johnny fight Russell people. ran in. Yeah. He was gonna cut him with a Scottish blade. <laughs> so I don't know, uh, but it's interesting. You know, hopefully, uh, let's just hope that Namath doesn't get hurt and and can. That's manage. all you can do. Well, so here's a question, and we'll talk about this Montreal game here coming up soon. But, you know, not to give up on being able to beat Monterey already, because I think there's certainly a chance. But let's say this first leg against Monterey on April 4th doesn't go well. Um, Like, we come back, we're down 3-0 or whatever. Like, at that point, do you shift and you're like, okay, well, Namath's just going to, you know, play the MLS games we're not going to even worry about putting them out there on, on that Thursday game against Monterey and the second leg unless somehow we get a couple quick goals and mm. and have a chance like at what point do you say like okay well we, we got to manage just our one forward yeah three nil would be absolutely devastating to come back from so that's a good point man I don't know I don't know hopefully it doesn't happen I'm just trying to think worse I, I this is what I do I think worst case scenario like I go on roller coasters like and I'm me. like, how long is this going to be until this whole thing just collapses and I fall to my death? Um, yeah. You've watched too much Final Destination 3. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, but you know, even before then, we do have a game on Saturday at Children's Mercy Park, two p.m. Central Time, uh, against time, the eleven a.m. tailgate. Oh, there you go. You know what? This kind of sucks, but I actually can't be at this game. Sadly. Oh no! I have my nephew's one-year-old birthday party. It's his. It's his first birthday on Saturday. What? So, He's yeah. not even going to remember it. I know, but his parents will. And I feel like I can't be like, sorry, y'all. I'm missing your child's first birthday, my nephew, to go to a sporting game. Um, Are you even going to be in any pictures? I will be. Yes, I will be. You'll be in pictures, huh? Yes. All right. So then when you get when he gets older, you can say, hey, remember this birthday? I yeah. missed a mother effing sporting game for you, <laughs> you, you little shit. That's <laughs> um, true. That's true. I'll have to hold that over him for the rest of his life. So Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's probably going to be an amazing game. Probably a hat trick from Namath and a probably. brace from Johan Croze. Probably. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen, and I'm not going to be there. Um, so <laughs> that's going to suck. But, and then I'm out of town for work for the so freaking Monterey game. I'm going to miss that one because I'm out of town oh. for work. So... At the idea of Johan getting a brace made me chuckle incredibly too hard. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and he's our next uh, center forward option after Namath. So that's good. Uh, um, he, if you guys don't follow him on Instagram, by the way, he is he is on one. And it is, he is a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, calling Busio a little bitch. Yeah. And have you ever heard anyone be called a little bitch in like French English? It is it's horrifying. Johan's got to chill. <laughs> Johan's got to chill yeah. out quick. Um. Social media publicists are all over him, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Someone someone pulled Johan aside after that video and was like, my dude, you got you to gotta relax on, on well, Instagram. He so. just got a new Instagram. He said the old one got hacked, and I wanted to be like, bitch, you forgot your password. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see poor Buzio's face after the first time? Like He turned around like, who the hell? And then he was like, oh, it's Johan. Yeah. So. He's like, I'm 16. Why are you calling me a little bitch? I got to go to class. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I don't know. Okay, so this impact game. Do you expect to see pretty much the first choice lineup out there? I would guess. I mean, yeah, because then you got four days off between games. So if you're going to if you're going to rest somebody, you're going to you're going to play first team lineup against Montreal, first team lineup against Monterey and then then probably rest people at Cincinnati. Yeah, that would be my guess too. And and it'll be really yeah. interesting to see who plays, depending on the, how that first leg at Monterey goes, it'll be really interesting to see who plays at center forward for that Cincinnati game. Um, yeah, very true. But this this Montreal game, Montreal is decent so far. I mean, they've only played three games. Um, they, they won their first game 2-1 um, on the road against San Jose. They lost on the road in Houston 2-1 for their second game. Um, and then they are they won on the road 3-1 against Orlando City. They just have a crazy amount of road games to start the season. I don't know what's going on with their stadium, but they start with six road games. Um, do, do they make you nervous at all as a team? Um, I mean, kind of, yeah. They're kind of dangerous, man. They're kind of quick. They have a hell of a good midfield. I mean, Ignacio Piatti, Nacho Piatti, is is one of the best creative midfielders uh, in the league, even if he is getting a little up there in years. Uh, he's their uh, leading goal scorer with three goals. Uh, Safer Tater, 
who always makes me think of potatoes um, for some reason when I hear his name. Uh, Absolutely. Tater Top. Yeah. He's uh, he's right there with two goals as well. Uh, they have Maxi Yerudi, who I don't like because last time I remember him playing at Children's Mercy Park, he kicked Ike in the head, which was not a good thing. So, yep, we don't, we don't, you know what? Yeah, he was nice. He was apologetic. So I, I get it. But at the time you're like, yo, burn this man's face, burn him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's a little flamboyant and out there and outlandish. So, I mean, he's easy. He's easily hateable. He's like a Dom in that way. Um, I mean, he has, I mean, he pulls it off the skinny jeans, the haircut. He's got style. We're just, we're just jelly. But, I mean, this is the first game back after a long break. Uh, I think I would be surprised if Sporting Casey didn't win this game. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. No, I I, I absolutely agree. I mean, but anything can happen uh, any given day. But I would, I would think a 2-0 result would be absolutely perfect. You're going 2-0. Uh, I do think we give up a goal, but I think we get three. So I think we come out of here with a 3-1 victory. Um but I take it. So I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, Montreal's averaging more goals a game than we are. So yeah, they, now to be fair, do? they haven't played anyone nearly as good as we are between San Jose, True. Houston and Orlando, but you know, they do have some decent attacking options. So we'll see. I just, I don't know. I think that we, we have too many potent attacking options, um, even with the injuries. So I think we uh, we come out It'll of there be fun. with a 3-1 I mean, win. They, they got the best of us last year at their stadium. I mean, they, they beat us 2-0 last year, so I think it'll be uh, it'll be good. But all-time series, I know we've gotten the best of them. So let's, uh, let's rock and roll. Yes, sir. And then uh, we also got um, quite a few, well, some questions that we want to answer. We already talked about uh, Drake Ewing's question about Will Sporting KC sign another uh, striker? Uh, Jay Harris, I feel like we've gotten this question before, but he says, should we focus on CCL, MLS, or continue to do both? I mean, unless things yeah, go drastically wrong in Monterey, I don't see why we don't continue to do both, right? Yeah, juggle it up. I think we got a good little thing going on, and and uh, uh, this next little stretch, like we've had some rest here, and we can really go hard and – like I said, you get four days off before you go down to Mexico. And going down to Mexico, they've they've done it already. So they they know what to do. I think I think they'll be good to go. I agree with you. And then uh this one, I think is a fun one to end on. Daniel Sperry, who covers Sporting KC for MLSsoccer.com. That's right. Um he says, What is the worst take you've seen related to Sporting KC this year? Which uh, anything Bobby Warshaw has spewed I out of his diarrhea mouth. Knew you were gonna say that. That was literally the first thing I thought when I saw that question. Is I was like, Dan is gonna All take right. this opportunity to skewer Bobby Warshaw. Um, well, I hope he was a better player than he was an analyst. Jeez. Um, I'm just I saying. Mean, I'm just right. saying. You know what? The word anal is an analyst, and he is a oh big anus. Oh I'm just God. saying. I yeah. said it. Well, don't, he did have a bad don't take you about cut this out. <laughs> I will not cut it out. Don't worry. I, he did have a bad take me. about Barath uh, in CCL. He was basically saying that he was disappointing. And I was like, I don't know what game you're watching because he was great. What game are um, you watching? But he will kill you. Borat will kill you. Yeah. 
But the other ones that I thought of were like a lot of people preseason were really, really worried about whether Namath would be good enough. And Peter was like, he's going to be fine, y'all. I'm telling you, he's going to be fine. And look, now he's tied for the Soccer golden boot lead in CCL. And he's he's scoring in Four just goals. about every game he plays in. So I think... Uh, would you say he scores when he wants? Uh, just about. He just about does. Just about. So. It's modern day Dom Dwyer right there. <laughs> anyway, man, that's what I got. So, unless you it, have man. anything else hey, and for Namath, Namath has a bitchin' goal celebration. We we all do it with him. Every time he celebrates and slides <laughs> on his knees and and does that like he man thing, whatever it means, you know you're all bolt. doing it. And if you're not physically yeah. doing it, you're doing it in your head. Absolutely, yeah. it's good. So, I'm all. Well, anyway, people, thank you guys so much for listening That's with it. us and sticking with or listening to us and sticking with us during the off week. We'll be back next week, as always, after what's hopefully a Sporting KC victory over Montreal. But um, in the meantime, make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nootherpod. Follow us on Twitter at nootherpod, at jcmac03, and at Dan Couser. Uh Give us a shout uh, on email, nootherpod at gmail.com. And don't forget the rating and reviews. But other than that, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll talk to y'all next week. See ya. Bobby Warshaw equals anus. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.